When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rehearsal is underrated, and I'm going to prove that when I do a topic on today's show called Rehearsal is Underrated. Callie's going to share some uh, things from the past, some ad campaigns from the past that actually created things that we still use today. For example, orange juice. There was an invention of an ad guy, and there's a war. It's Sadie and Lily, the dogs versus me. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to the Upside. Update podcast with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of the Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, November 16th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for oh, heated seats. That's a good one. Yeah. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for our new spreadsheet system. Jeff has been working for like weeks to build us a database, um, which, you know, we've been using things like Google Sheets or whatever. And it's, it's fine. It's fine. But Jeff has been building us a super efficient database that he kind of like taught me how to use yesterday. And I think it's going to be a game changer for us. I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it a dumping ground. Mm-hmm. It's and, and I I'm almost certain that it was an upsider who told me about this years ago. I mean, this has been in the back of my mind for like two years. But it's called Airtable. It's a it's a platform. It is software. Like it's similar to Google Sheets or Microsoft Office Online. But it, it's it's I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. But basically. All of the spreadsheets that we have and that we would need to have all talk to one another. And it's it's my it's my dream. So yeah. we just so if Callie has to input something, she can input it on one spread. Like if she has to do something that's related to billing, it immediately updates on everybody else's thing so we can all see. And then if somebody and it's just, I don't know, it's, it's boring to everybody but me. But I I feel so fulfilled that it was finished. And most what I'm most fulfilled by is, is that you were excited to see it. Because I think most of my systems, you're like, that's great. Can well, you, because this you, one covers, like, most of your systems solve, like, one little problem. This one solves, like, five major problems. It yeah. solves, like, it makes communication more efficient. It makes our advertising more schedule more efficient. So um, it just streamlines our process, but for everybody, not just you. That's the other thing. It's like a lot of times your systems only are only sense con- to me. only make sense to you, and then to everybody else on the team, we're all like, "Wait, what? Who cares?" Right? Like yeah. This, I mean, this, I love you, but we don't care. This, but this we yeah. care about. Um, yeah. So uh, what was I? I forgot. Oh, and here one thing that I'm really proud of about this whole thing is it's it is not complete and it's not 
pretty, but I am very proud of myself. I think it, it's pretty. It's fine, but there are things, you know. It's like organized I, and color coded and. Yeah, but like there's places like where our logo could be, you know, you could have our oh, logo. Oh, yeah, we don't need that. Dumb stuff like that. It's functional and it's it's about 85 or 90% done. Some of the stuff that could be automated still has to be done manually. But I'm proud of myself for making it good enough to move on and, and putting it out there so we can all start to use it. And then we can just make little improvements every day. That's that goes against me. Like I, I'll I'll work on something. I strive for perfection, and perfection is never achieved. So so many things don't get finished, right? Because of that. So I'm proud of me. So I'm thank you, thank you for the thank you for including me in the in what you're grateful for, and I'm proud of me for doing it like that. The way right. I did it. There's a little war going on in our house right now, and I think it is a war that. I don't know. I think a lot of people have been through. And right now the war is Jeff versus the dollar dogs. And things got to a boiling point last night where Jeff was like, I can't look at Sadie right now. I'm going in my office. I can't look at Sadie right now. Like almost like you and Sadie had just gotten in a fight, like a boyfriend and girlfriend spat. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, I yeah. just can't, I can't even look you in I the eye even- right now. Hasn't everybody's parents said that to them? I can't even be in the same room as you. I just can't. go to your room. Just go to your You are just the sight of you is making me mad. Go to your room. So, but that happened with that happened with me and an old beagle. Yesterday. What makes it funny to me and I was trying not to laugh yesterday because you were so mad, but watching you be mad at Sadie like she's a person is really funny. Um, so it, it, what she did isn't funny, but the fact that you were like, I can't look at Sadie. Don't let me see that dog for the rest of the night. And then you like march upstairs. It's just really funny to me. Like, I do think she's being a jerk, but, um, yeah, I'm just at the end of my rope with the dogs. And I don't, I don't, is that a phrase that people still say? Yeah. Or at wit's end. I don't, I don't know. They're driving you nuts. The dogs are driving me crazy and. They're more high maintenance than our toddler. Yes. There is a two-year-old in this house, and the dogs are annoying me more than the two-year-old. Go ahead, Lily Bark. I dare you to right now. <laughs> L- Lily, L- Lily's, we'll dr- address the Sadie stuff in a second, because the Lily stuff hasn't changed. She is still the announcer of Amazon drivers and dogs passing in front of the house. There's a dog passing in front of our house right now, which is if you can hear her growling, she's growling. Which in that, it's on the other side of the street, by the way. That growling is her trying to hold in a, a bark because she knows that it irritates that, us. That we'll get mad at her. Yeah. But the the problem is with with Lily is the barking doesn't stop when we acknowledge that there's somebody on the front porch, then the, the Amazon driver is here. Like when we say that it's approved, she yeah. doesn't calm down. She's just like, no, 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 you don't understand. They could be bad. And I feel like, I don't know if it's, maybe it has always been that, been that way, but it's, it's really for whatever reason, it's just been rubbing me the wrong way the past couple of weeks. Maybe we're getting more Amazon packages than usual. Maybe more people are walking in front of the house with their dogs. I don't know. 
but I've just been very aware that once she starts barking at somebody on our front porch or a dog passing by or whatever it is, it doesn't stop until she decides it stops. Mm -hmm. And that's been, that's been frustrating. And Sadie is, and she has a vet appointment coming up. So if there's, I apologize, Sadie, if you're listening to this and there's a medical reason for it, but Sadie has just started chewing things. And Callie pointed out yesterday that she's only chewing things that Ellie plays with. So it's not only Ellie's toys. It's not like she has, you know, she chewed one of Ellie's teddy bears because she thinks it's a dog toy. Like, it's not that. And she does have dog toys, by the way. But Sadie doesn't even like toys. Like, she's not a dog that gets excited about toys. She's food motivated. It's so funny because Ellie... Lily will chase a tennis ball. Like if you throw a tennis ball, Lily will chase it. Sadie has zero interest. Sadie's like, yeah, beagles don't do that. <laughs> and Ellie, fetch. Ellie will sometimes pick up a tennis ball, take it to Sadie, show it to her, like touch the tennis ball to her nose. And Sadie says, yes, thank you. And Ellie will throw it. And Sadie will just put her head down and go back to sleep. And, and Ellie looks so defeated. Like, I but the point is, I wanted, I wanted to play. So it's not like it's plush toys. Like she's like, we have a little um, toy ice cream stand. She's eaten the fake ice cream from the ice cream stand. And then the other day, Ellie was playing drums with um, some pans of ours and a wooden spoon as one does when they're a kid. When they're two. When they're two. And then as soon as Ellie got up, Sadie went and started gnawing on the wooden spoon that she had just touched. So it's like only things that Ellie touches. It's not our bags. It's not our shoes. It's like all tied into Ellie. And I just, that made Jeff. So, so yesterday she chewed one of, what did she chew that set you off? And you're like, I'm done. It was one of the scoops in her little Sally and Doug. Melissa and Doug. Yeah ice cream stand things she chewed one of the wooden ice cream scoops and we were having dinner and ellie goes what's sadie eating oh god (laughs) and jeff like marches over takes the little ice cream thing out of sadie's mouth and it's just like sadie get out of here and then looked at me and goes don't let me see that dog i put her in the the garage And our garage is warm, by the way. It's not cold. But yeah, it's just, you know, and it's funny that you. Well, it's a, I, yeah. I think it's funny. You're like, well, don't, don't worry. We're it's not, not abusive. They're in the garage. Even if I put the dog outside, it's still a dog. Right. Like she can she's be outside for an fine. hour. Right. She's fine. Um, But I just thought it was funny. And I did have flashbacks. Like we had cats growing up and they're was a time where one of our cats peed on like the most expensive piece of furniture that my parents owned and my dad was like I've had it with these cats I'm done with the cat and I feel like unless you have a perfect angel animal um like Blair was pretty perfect uh then that just happens where you're sometimes like I I had it remember Blair and I had issues at one point you did I didn't have issues with Blair I had issues with Blair but I then I felt bad because it wasn't her fault it was chasing that little dog it was a retractable leash situation it it was an extendable leash situation and it it just became a loud 
like whole neighborhood <laughs> street thing that, where I, th- we didn't know Blair that well at that time, did we? Like she was only a few months old or a few months old to you. Maybe like six or seven months. We knew her. But I, in my head, I thought she was going to hurt that little dog. So, I mean, I, I tackled her when she took off <laughs> running and I, I carried her to the house and I was so mad and I was embarrassed in front of the neighbors and it was just this ordeal. And, and about 24 hours later, I thought, wait a minute, why are that leash was extended 20 something feet. That wasn't Blair's fault. And when the woman saw Blair. And you had Blair on a leash. And I had Blair on a leash, of course. And when the woman saw Blair, like, start to jump, that's right. She wiggled out. She lost her mind. It all happened so quickly she came out of her harness. Blair did. Mm -hmm. And when the woman saw that, she threw the retractable leash to the ground and turned around and ran. Remember? Yeah, it was like a little Yorkie or something. And she like left the Yorkie. To she left the herself. Yorkie and she took off running. And now the Yorkie thinks that Blair's playing. So she's running around with a plastic retractable leash 10 feet behind her, bouncing off the pavement, which <laughs> is scaring Blair. It was an ordeal. Anywho. Anyway, Cal- so Callie had Jeff a, is very mad. Callie had a theory that it's actually a bonding thing that Sadie is just trying to play with the same toys that Ellie plays with because. Or like rubbing her scent on them or something, but it could also be, I mean, she hasn't, Sadie is not an acting out kind of dog. She's like very mellow and a very good dog. And I wonder also if maybe it's when we put her on a diet. Now she's acting out. Now she's acting out. She's mad. But the vet made us do that, you know? So I don't know. Somebody told, one of my coworkers told me to um, heat up some broccoli and put like a ton of broccoli in her food as like a substitute for kibble. And it fills their belly a lot. But I'm like, gosh, how much broccoli are we going to have to afford? We did it with the, that's what we used to do with the green beans. We did it with the green beans, but it got expensive (laughs) because to fill her up, you know. But I don't, I don't, I don't think she's eating. I think she just, so yeah, I don't think she's eating for food to fill her belly. Mm -hmm. I, I mean the, I I don't know. Uh, She has a vet appointment coming up. So I'm going to, she had one last week and and we we had to cancel it, but I'm going to ask that. It could be a nutritional thing too. She's getting older. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Most of the stuff that she's chewing is wooden. You so, know what I th- what I just thought about? So Lily is seven now, which technically is a, is a, a like a senior dog, mm-hmm. right? And Sadie's a senior dog. Maybe we switch them over to senior food. Like maybe there's some things as dogs get older, like some nutrients that they. That's need. what I'm saying. Yeah, I, like I wonder. Maybe we need to switch both their food. I wonder if the like the vet might just say sprinkle this on their food. It's a mm-hmm. sub, you know, someone mm-hmm. she's getting you're getting old bones. Old bones. You remember last week when we were talking about how ad campaigns influenced things forever, and you were like, "You know who we should talk to about that is Kevin Gillespie." Yeah, how did I connect the two of those? Oh, because he always has stories about why food-related things 
that we do now, how they were influenced by back in the day. Yeah. So this is not about Kevin, but I did a little research on um, ads. Like remember we were saying that the Coca-Cola Santa really kind of like influenced, influenced the way that Santa looks, how he's like fat and you know, uh-huh. all, all of this stuff. Jolly, I should say. Um, but I found out some <laughs> that's, really. That's how I want to be described. Jolly. Yeah. You are. You are. Just My husband's so, jolly. You're just so jolly. <laughs> I do. That's a nice word. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I did some research and found out a couple things that that we have now that were influenced from advertising, and they kind of blew my mind a little bit. So I decided to bring them back to the table because we were talking about that last week. We're like, we should go into that. So I went into that. Um, okay, in the early 1900s. Orange growers in California had a big problem because they had more oranges than people were buying and they didn't know how to solve that problem. So they went to an ad agency in 1907 to be like, hey, do you have any ideas how we can sell more oranges? And he rebranded them, like all the California growers, into one name, which is Sunkist. And he had Sunkist teaching people and doing ads about how to squeeze orange juice, and he made orange juice a thing to sell more oranges. So orange juice didn't really exist? Did not exist. So they, right? And they also like sold, they got Sunkist to sell juicers, and their commercials were showing people like, hey, with oranges, you can make fresh juice. And that was never a thing before. Fascinating. So an ad agency person made orange juice mainstream. I'm is- I'm sure if that person didn't do it, somebody would have done it. But think of, but because it was that one person, think of the entire industry that that guy has influenced. I mean, juicing machines, juice bars, bottled juice, not even billion, gazillions of dollars, trillions upon trillions of dollars, all because that guy wanted to sell a few more oranges. Crazy, right? Okay. Um, a diamond is forever. You've heard that. And it's used by like tons of companies and people mm-hmm. who say, oh yeah, diamonds like for engagement rings and all of this stuff. Well, apparently after the Great Depression, people were having trouble selling diamonds to normal people because it was considered something, you know, only rich people could do. So they found an ad agency found a way to repackage diamonds so that they were cheaper and more affordable, like for everyday people. And then they came up with the slogan, a diamond is forever. And that's like how diamonds became everyday and not just for people who were super rich. And that's, by the way, been the De Beers ad since 1948, which is every single ad has had that in there. Uh, yeah, I did. Well, I was going to go down a a completely different rabbit hole, but I'm not educated enough about it. Okay. But I think it was our, our, um, the, on the Mo News podcast on Moshe's Instagram account, Mm -hmm. um, a few days ago, he shared a bunch of stuff about, uh, lab created diamonds and how they are so advanced now that even a jeweler cannot tell the difference looking under a microscope between a mined diamond and a lab created diamond. Super cool. Um, okay. The next one is, and, and by the way, the, the reason that's important is because a lab created diamond is like 20% the cost of a mined diamond. Carry on. Um, so a coffee ad campaign in the fifties promoted giving yourself a coffee break. And it had like a little skit of people like midday men, I'm assuming taking a break to enjoy a <laughs> cup of coffee. Yeah. Well, cause a lot of women in the fifties. No, I'm just work, I like can, work. Was it 
in my head, I can see the ad of the, I can see the drawing of the men for some reason. Orange is a prevalent color in these old timey ads. I feel like right, like the guy's got an or, got an orange pants on or something, mm-hmm. and they're sitting around a table and they're all as happy as clams, cheese cheersing with with a with a mug, an old timey mug of coffee. So a coffee break. That's where that came from. Is that original ad? And since then, breaks became commonplace at work, and that whole thing started. And now sometimes um, coffee breaks are protected by law, and there have even been union uh, threats of strikes if people don't get coffee breaks. And it all started from an ad. Um, the slogan "Friends don't let friends fill in the blank." Okay. We all know that, right? Like yeah. friends don't let friends listen to old radio shows or whatever it is. Like people, people always joke around about that. You know, um, that was part of an ad council PSA that said friends don't let friends drive drunk. And, um, at the time having one for the road meant that you had a beer while you were drinking, driving home. So two things. What? Yeah. One, that was a thing. That was a thing. Um, and it says like, which is, sounds crazy today, Uh, but they were trying to reduce the amount of car accidents. So they came up with friends don't let friends drive drunk. And now that's like a really commonplace saying like friends don't let friends read bad books or whatever it is. So that's where we got that. And I have one more and that is the very famous Marlboro man. The Marlboro man was introduced because cigarettes were originally marketed just to, um, or Marlboro specifically was a woman's cigarette and they wanted to market it, uh, to men. What is manlier than a cowboy? Nothing. I wait. No, a cowboy smoking a cigarette. (laughs) Right. And they made the Marlboro man like a famous thing. Um, and you remember it, right? Uh Like I remember it from when I was a kid and apparently, um, they asked, (laughs) did a study in the late nineties that, uh, about kids and if they knew who the Marlboro man was and the ad was so successful, 90% of school children recognized and could pick out the Marlboro man. This might be completely wrong, but I remember and it makes sense because when you think of brand association, it's, it's, it's confusing, but apparently the reason that camel cigarettes are camel cigarettes is because the camel looks like a cartoon. To, yeah, they, they took could, the camel from the pack and made it into a cartoon character. So that they could like groom kids to want camel cigarettes when they were old. And they got in a lot of trouble for it, which is why you don't see cartoon characters used now uh, in cigarettes. And brand logos. Anyways, um, there you go. The more you know. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Why do ducks have tail feathers? To cover their butt quacks. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club. Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff, 
800-434-5454. Feel good about giving holiday gifts this season when you shop with Bombas, because for every item that we purchase, Bombas is going to donate to someone else in need. And that's really what the holiday spirit is about, all right? Helping other people. Bombas socks, underwear, and t-shirts are thoughtfully designed with the softest materials like premium Pima cotton and ultra soft, never itchy merino wool in their socks and t-shirts. They also have a holiday collection, um, you know, purples, greens, snowflake designs. So go check that out. And you can get family sets. You can match your whole family. I know a lot of you are into uh, matching holiday PJs. You're going to want to pair those with some Bombas socks. Socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items in homeless shelters. And that's why Bombas donates one item for every item we buy. So again, feel good about your purchases this holiday season and know that when you shop with Bombas, you're helping someone else. Bombas has donated over 75 million items of clothing so far. That is a whole lot of comfort and a whole lot of good. Give the good this holiday season with Bombas. Go to bombas.com slash upside and use the code upside for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside and use the code upside for 20% off your first purchase. Thank you to BetterHelp for being one of the sponsors of today's episode. Nothing is more important than your mental health. If you are blocked in the brain, if you can't get out of bed in the morning, if you can't focus on your work, your relationships, your self-care, if none of that is operating, then none of it is going to get better. And just like you go to the gym when you're feeling tired or worn down, you go see a doctor if something's hurting you, you talk to a therapist when things in your brain aren't clicking properly. BetterHelp is online therapy that has video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to with those. It is much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours hours. I am a huge believer in therapy. You know Kelly is as well, and we are happy to offer you 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash upside. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring our episode today. Well, I know they say that money can't buy happiness, but um, I'm sorry, not worrying about your money comes pretty dang close to happiness. And that's where Chime can help you smile more. They were just named the number one most loved banking app. With payday up to two days early and fee-free overdrafts up to $200, they offer financial peace of mind in your wallet. And that's all with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. They are changing the game here. See for yourself why Chime is so loved at chime.com upside. That's chime.com slash upside. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank and a member's FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. See chime.com slash SpotMe. Chime was the 2021 number one most downloaded banking app in the U.S. according to Aptopia. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. I think rehearsal is way underrated, and I would like to encourage everyone who 
has a meeting coming up, an important conversation with a significant other who wants to ask for a raise, who is catching up with an old friend, who wants to go introduce themselves to somebody that they might have a crush on, or or, or the holidays are coming, Thanksgiving and Christmas around the corner. I would encourage you to say out loud whatever it is you might be talking about. And I know that sounds weird and crazy. Why do you have to rehearse small talk? Because, and here's why. Because you're the, this telling it, like I should have rehearsed this. What I'm yeah, you really right should have. What you're going to tell people, what you're going to share with people, the story you're going to tell is going to be so much smoother and so much better, especially if it's a new story. Well, and it's interesting and funny. I think this show has made me a better speaker and a better storyteller because when you say things out loud, sometimes you're like, wait a minute, the way that I was thinking it in my brain, when I say it out loud, that doesn't make sense. Yes in context of the conversation or the story or the, the story you're trying to tell or the point you're trying to get across. Uh, so when we were last weekend at that bridal shower, I don't know if you could hear me, but when I was in the shower, I was practicing and going over and over a speech. And as I was saying it out loud, I was like, you know, I wasn't memorizing every word, but I'm like, you know what? The transition from this idea to this idea yeah. makes no sense. Right. And it's the same thing for like meetings or important conversations or like, Hey, you know, I don't know. It just, the more you can practice it in your brain, it does impact your performance. I think in a positive way, like if you hundred percent, if I do it once, out loud, I'll jumble it because then all my ideas are scattered. But if I do it four, five, six times, um, then I get comfortable, more comfortable with the transitions and how to get from my A point to my B point to my C point instead of like A, C, yeah. F, G, Z, whatever. This show will improve by leaps and bounds once our schedule allows us to have a more thorough rundown of it before we execute it. Right now, what you're hearing right now, what 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 is playing in your uh, AirPods or over your Bluetooth speaker or wh whatever is exactly, is the first take of wh what we did. Yes. Be just because of time. Mm -hmm. If we had time to go over it, then this, even this segment, everything would be shorter and more concise. And this is where it came from. This is why I'm saying this. I had lunch with an old friend yesterday, and he asked some questions about the our company, the podcast development stuff. And we had, Callie and I, um, had a meeting over the weekend where we talked about changing direction a little bit going into 2023, just in response to the economy and, and marketing and, and the way things, the way the world is now. I had not said those changes out loud to anyone outside of the discussion that we had over the weekend until I was talking to him and it just came out. Not very organized. Not very organized. If it was just a kid, it, it, yeah. Like right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know what you should do? You should practice for the next um, like 24 hours, practice what you wish you would have said and what you wish you would have said on this segment and we'll, we'll just do the whole thing <laughs> over. take it tomorrow and we'll show everyone the difference between rehearsed yeah. and unrehearsed. The whole, and okay, this will be the last thing I say. The whole reason I bring it up is because with the holidays and everything right around the corner, as you're gonna be connecting with old friends and old family, 
say something out loud the first time it like Callie did in the shower or or whatever story you want to share. Just say it out loud to yourself because it'll come out better in front of them. And you won't You're, say and you won't sound like me. And you won't sound like Jeff right now. Here are your three random things for today. Okay, so Mila Kunis is the voice of Meg Griffin on Family Guy, right? Like uh-huh. most people, actually, I think all Family Guy fans probably know that. Do you know who was the voice of Meg in the first season? I don't. Lacey, I can't ever say her Chabert. name. Chabert? Yeah. Is that nuts? Party of Five, the little kid from Party of Five? Yeah, and she had to quit the show because of her Party of Five schedule. Oh, really? Um, Yeah, and yeah, so Gretchen Wieners was the original first voice of Meg Griffin. Like, I knew it was different, but I didn't connect. Who's Gretchen Wieners? Uh, she was in, it's the role she played in Mean Girls. Oh, oh Lacey, yeah, yeah. Lacey played in Mean of Girls, because yeah. I feel like most people would know her by that. Oh, yeah. Uh, here's your second random thing. Some analysts are saying that it might be more cost effective this year to go out to eat for Thanksgiving dinner than have food at home, prepare food at home. Uh, they analyzed all the stuff that goes into making a homemade meal and things like eggs are up almost 33%. Butter is up 25%. Flour is up 17%. Uh, The turkeys are way up because of supply chain issues and also avian flu. Um, But restaurants are, um, can spread those costs out more widely because they're buying in bulk and whatnot. So you can also buy your stuff at some grocery stores. Like one, uh, like, I think it was like Two years ago, the year, yeah, 2020, my parents got everything that they ate from Fresh Market. Yeah. But I think, yeah, that that might be more. I don't so know. you're not buying like individual ingredients. You're not having to spend the whole day cooking and the food's really good and it's technically homemade because it's made by somebody at Fresh Market. Yeah. Anyways. Somebody and, somebody who has a home. Somebody who has a home made that stuffing. And your third random thing. <laughs> and, and you can throw just throw it out. Just get it early in the morning. Throw out all the Fresh Market packaging. Yeah, who throw, says you can't take credit? Throw Nobody's going to ask, oh, yeah. did you make this? Well, I got. I picked up our stovetop yesterday at the grocery store. We weren't getting stovetop. I thought we were. No, go read the fridge. There's a list on the fridge. We were going to get it at Fresh Market. There's no, there, it doesn't say where anything's coming from. I bought every ingredient for everything that's on the fridge. You didn't know. It doesn't say on there. Did you buy my pie stuff? No, I don't know how to make your pie. Everything I'm making. Mm-hmm. I'm in charge of all it this. It says it on my list, so we must have two different lists. I think you copied your list from my list, because on my list, it says stuffing, fresh market. Oh, no. Nope. Stuffing. Stovetop. <laughs> Interesting. Which flavor? The turkey. I don't know. I mean, the original was Chocolate. the highest rated one. Like, Remember that's how- the, That's the turkey one. Well, no, the sage was the highest rated. Yeah, so- I'm going out of limb. I got chocolate chip. Anyways, and your third random thing is palm trees, not really trees. Palm trees are actually grasses. Um, They are not true trees or even related to true trees. Um, So they're actually monocots and trees would be dicots. So in case you were wondering, um, palm tree is actually a grass. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about the upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing upside community can continue to grow. 
Despite the complaints about Sadie eating all of Ellie's toys earlier in today's show, I will say, I don't know that I have ever seen anything cuter than when Ellie walks up to Sadie, who spends a lot of time sitting, sometimes just staring at a wall. Sadie's a lounger. She's a she lounger. She leads a life of leisure. She does a lot of recreational sitting and looking. <laughs> you know, that's her hobby. And she's it does, a beagle. That's what they do. And it does, she's not even looking outside at the chipmunks. No. Sometimes she's just, sometimes she's sitting three feet from the couch, facing the couch, sitting down, looking at the side of the couch, mm -hmm. daydreaming. And Ellie, out of nowhere, will just walk up to her and say, hi, Sadie, and give her the biggest bear hug. And it is... The, it's it's the sweetest, cutest thing on on the planet. And for that reason, Sadie will remain safe. She will not have to move into the garage. Also really cute, which has been kind of a life highlight for me, is, you know, Lily doesn't really know how she feels about Ellie, which is fine. Not all dogs love and are excited about babies. So, and Ellie knows this. And on Thursdays, she brings home artwork from school. And oh, every yeah. Thursday, she takes it out of her little, like you know, thing that it comes home school in. School folder. School folder. And she goes, Sadie, look, Sadie, look. And Sadie walks over to Lily and sits down. Ellie. And, oh yeah, and walks over to Ellie <laughs> and sits down at, and pretends to look at Ellie's artwork. And it makes Ellie so happy yeah. and it's really cute. She's like, Sadie, look at this. Sadie, look at this. And Sadie just sits there and kind of like, it's like, oh, okay, I see it. So cute. And then uh, feeling all empowered and exciting, Excited, sometimes Ellie walks over to Lily and says, Lily, look at this. And Lily promptly growls, gets up, and leaves the room. Callie, perfect opportunity to have paid for that lady's $2 tape and say, This is from the upside community. Have a good day. Hi, guys. I'm listening to today's episode about the people in the EPS store. If the woman had tape at home that she's willing to go drive back home and get, why didn't she tape it up before she left? Uh, duh. I go into those stores because I don't have tape and I would pay the $2. Thank you. And goodbye. Hey guys, calling about the couple's shower discussion. Um, I, in general, am just not a fan of showers. I know they're sometimes necessary, but I, like, even for myself, I did not want a bridal shower at all. But my sisters decided to throw me one and surprise me. And I know that was very sweet, but I was like, I don't want one. I didn't register for stuff. I just wanted money. I, I'm sorry. The whole, like, opening gifts that people that you register for, I tortured me but I wanted to tell you what I did for our baby shower we just did a co-ed baby shower and it was basically like a mini very mini wedding like we had um we had open bar of beer and wine we had it at night we had it at a, a like a place a venue we had I had a DJ um I I loved it I don't know I had a lot of fun um I think everybody else did and so I didn't open gifts. I didn't even have them wrap the gifts because to save, you know, paper and stuff. And I had a great time. My, you know, some of my older relatives, male relatives were very confused 
that they were at like a baby shower and I'm like, stop it. It's just a party to celebrate the baby. Anyway, that was our take on at least the baby shower, doing a co-ed baby shower. It really wasn't a typical shower because don't even get me started with the games. All right, bye. What are your plans for today? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> but you did that yesterday. And I didn't finish it. 